You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Mortal Engines is the story of a girl seeking revenge for the murder of her mother. Or is it? Welcome back to the Ores and Movie Podcast, where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Derek. And I'm Ian Mark. And today we're taking a look, uh, still uh, continuing our worst of 2018, uh, taking a look at Peter Jackson's Mortal Engines. Oh my goodness. This is written by Peter Jackson, not directed, uh, as I thought it was initially, but... Yeah, me too. I was surprised at the credits to see it wasn't, but... But it has his footprints all over it. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can welcome to the show Hugo Weaving, amazingly enough. I know. That breaks my heart. I thought <laughs> I thought he would have been on this show by now. Well, I, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, you know, just uh, he takes so many roles. That's why. So. I, I guess. Uh, we can also welcome to the show Stephen Lang. Uh, you might remember him from Don't Breathe. Uh, he played the old man in the uh, the old blind man in the house. I'm not going to welcome to the kids because I'm going to wait till they actually do something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I know some weren't... of them. I think have been uh, they've been in, in other stuff. I'm sure, but nothing that I'm really that familiar no. with. So no. Um, Mark, what'd you think of this one? Oh well, I I'd seen it before. You had well. Not all of the stuff that they took in this particular sequence of events, but there are elements of a lot of elements from other movies yes. that I've seen before. So, and they're all here. <laughs> yep. And I don't want to tip my hand too early, but uh, uh, yep. Yeah, I've got a couple to call out myself that I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Explain the world to me, Mark, because I sat through this two-hour slog fest, and I still don't understand why this world is like it is. Did you understand this? Well, see, Derek, 60 minutes is all it took for the ancients to bring humanity to the brink of extinction. <laughs> Those who survived mobilized their settlements to begin life anew upon a poisoned earth. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Why? I don't understand why. Why do you put your town on wheels? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I... And then within that town or city, you've got other people on wheels. But it doesn't matter. Because but it, but it, the, the, the fact that... Okay, look. The entire, <laughs> the entire hook of this movie was that the cities were on wheels and they were eating smaller cities. And they would take over smaller cities and gobble them up. You saw that in the trailer. It's yeah, one of the yeah, first exactly. scenes in the movie is when they eat up a smaller town. Well, exactly. But, but the fact that it's mobile cities doesn't matter. Yeah, because they just... It doesn't matter. No. No, there's... there Because then the whole goal of this mobile city is to get to a city that isn't mobile. Yeah. For power and resources. Yeah. Which the people who aren't mobile have. Yeah. So take a hint. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. 
You keep we're moving. running out of gas. Yeah, yeah, we're running, we're running out of gas. What? Why is that? I don't know because our entire city is being driven by an, a giant engine. Yeah, that you know what? It's a bit more than a Hemi. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Like a friend of mine likes to say, stops, uh, stops uh, everywhere, but uh, no, goes past everything except a gas station. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I'm just like, why? This doesn't make any sense. But again, why? So, okay, we, the ancients, that that's us because it's a metaphor. Get it? Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Um, oh, it was so weird back in the day when we were so advanced in technology, but yet we didn't use it to our advantage. Okay, got it. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, the age of screens. Oh, yeah. okay. Everyone was obsessed with their screens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, get it. The ancient deities, the minions. Oh, come on, the minions. Yeah. It would clearly be Star Wars figures. We all know that. Uh, actually, <laughs> it, it was something else, but yeah. That's because it was a Universal movie that became the the, the minions. Um, but I just, I just don't... But but okay, and, but I mean, so so we blew it up. We created this thing called the Medusa, and it was a large blast of energy. And I guess we all fired. It's nuclear war, essentially. Well, that's the weird part is that they they call us the ancients, and we had all the this this technology, but it's not like it's now. Like the this whoever the, these ancients are, it's not in our lifetime because we don't have quantum bombs. Um, I wrote some of the some of the tech down. Uh. Let's see, F- fusion inverters, quantum bombs, um, like, yeah, sure, they had cell phones and toasters, but, I mean, there's stuff that they're giving us credit for that was like, no, we, we don't have that. Well, I, I think and, it's, and then, I, I, I think it's, it's us soon, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but not only that, but these people create tech that we've never had, uh, vertical takeoff and landing airships. Well, we have helicopters. Like, Okay, no, yeah, but, I mean, the Harrier jet is the only one that can do what these things can do. Yeah. Because they are jets. They're planes. Yeah. It's not, they're not helicopters, right? There's no rotors. It's, yeah, these are full-on, well, I'm going to just call them what they friggin' are, starfighters. Yeah. They are starfighters. They are wanting to make a Star Wars or, or a, star, a space, let's put, we'll call it a space battle movie. Yeah. <laughs> and they put it on in, Earth. On Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, complete with a giant rolling Death Star. I mean... City, Death City. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I can't wait. I can't wait to go through the movie and get. We've got a Cloud City. We've got a sequence yeah. at the end where the guy has to fly into the belly of the Death Star. Um, city, Death City. Excuse me. And 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 fire one missile and blow it up and then escape through fiery, you know, almost encapsulating death. They get to Cloud City because that's what I'm calling it, and they have the. I, I, they have an African-American administrator greeting them at the door. <laughs> he might as well be wearing a cape and drinking a Colt 45. <laughs> they roll up. She gets off the ship. Hi, I'm Lando Calrissian. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm... I thought this was my place. I thought this was my place. Sorry, I got to go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it looks almost the same. Yep. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest because that, that was pissing me off well, towards the end. I was like, oh, But it starts on. off right away. I mean... <sighs> You have this big predator city, London, going after this, I would assume, a prey city. Uh, yes. If the other one's a predator city. Uh, and this yeah, exactly. and, and this gives me to write to one of our favorites. I'm not in charge of driving a prey city, but if I were, <laughs> I wouldn't drive directly away from it. I would drive around to the side of it to hide. 
Yeah, this thing, I mean, to turn this entire city, like, they'll run out of gas in no time. It, the thing is huge. Yeah. And so, you know, you take a 90 degree, you take another 90 degree, you make them turn, you just you can just go in circles. Yeah. Get away from their guns. Yeah. Which, There's a reason why they put turrets on tanks. They have, they <laughs> fire four hooks. London fire fires four hooks. Horizontally in a row. They fire four hooks directly out. Mm-hmm. Straight, like in straight lines. But then they yep. all land in a small circular target area, which defies the laws of physics. Oh, yeah, yeah. They hit this. Well, that's the thing. The, pro- the proportioning and the sizing. Is it that the the positioning of their grappling hook cannons was essentially the size of a small city? Is that what they're saying? Like this larger city had like they had their targeting cannons just so. So that way it would hit four spots on a smaller city. No. Is that what we're to believe? No. I don't know. No, just going by what I saw, it was just like, okay, like in order for this to happen, the four shots would have had to go out at the same time, mind you, and the smaller city would have to move very quickly from left to right to get hit by all four. Yeah, thump, 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 thump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go right, we're not hit enough. Go right, we're not hit enough. Go right, we're not hit enough. Okay, now we're good. We can get pulled in. Like, yeah. Ah. Uh, Stupid fucking thing. If you're scrounging for resources, so they pull, don't use them all up while doing. Well, it. no, but they but they pull the city in, and then you see these gigantic um, these gigantic chainsaws just tearing into the city after they've mm-hmm. pulled all the people out. And I'm like, wouldn't it make more sense to tear down the buildings piece by piece, keeping the stuff you need, rather than just sending giant machines and making nothing but rubble? Yeah, I don't understand the goal there. Like, they sure, they take stuff from it, but at the same time, like, they take all their old tech, but at the same time, it's like, well, what about, like, the brick and mortar? What about all, like... Yeah. Can't you use that to, like, build a new school or... Yeah, use the wood uh, for more fuel. Yeah, well, they're, and they're still... It looks like they're shoving metal into this furnace. I'm like, that's not going to burn. No. That's 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 not what happens when you, like, steel gets hot and, and oxidizes eventually and whatever, but it doesn't burn. It doesn't produce fire no if anything you're gonna put your fire up by shoving a bunch of metal in there yeah <laughs> yeah i don't get yeah and then okay so uh, we'll say maybe it's a foundry of some sort and they're melting it down well, what are they making we don't see it because the like it's got this weird steampunky kind of like they're not building new buildings or ships or guns or uh, uh water towers or anything useful no so if they're melting the steel down what are they doing with it now they're just carrying it around adding more weight to their their city, yeah, which means the engines have to work harder every time they 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 take in a city. They got to work harder now, yeah, and it's going to use more fuel. Not to mention yeah. they don't they don't they don't ever see them siphon the gas out of the other city, the no. little one. They're like, oh no, enough fuel for maybe a week at tops. And I'm like, well, when'd you get it? But the thing is, is, like the smaller city, they say, like the bigger city says they want their salt. Why? <laughs> I don't know. They want their salt and their wheat or something, and it was like. Why? Their their sewage tea is kind of nasty. Needs some flavor. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I I don't know. The, the premise of this is insane, and like visually, it's interesting. Like to look sure. at, you're like, huh? Okay, but I think the setup isn't warranting what they're doing. It just doesn't you know make I mean? any like, sense. No, this would make more sense if this was like an alien planet. Yeah, you know, another world somewhere where this is just the way it's been, like. Um, 
actually, uh, I can't believe I'm going to uh, invoke a Riddick movie, but there's a Riddick movie that has a planet where, like, when the sun comes out, it's too hot, so you have to keep moving. That's where you'd want your city on wheels, right? So it's always on the night side of the planet. Yeah. Constantly moving, you know, something like that. You know, so that that kind of setup makes more sense to have a moving city. If if the sun comes out and it's going to roast everybody alive, okay, you keep your city moving so everyone can live. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. This, I, I don't get it. And they're like, oh, we've been, we shouldn't have come to Europe. You all have British accents. Where did you come from? Arkansas? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they came over the land bridge. So are we to believe that Medusa caused so much havoc that it actually pulled the continents together? Yes. I saw something on the map that, the, yeah, the two continents got pushed together. Yeah, Africa, Asia, Australia, and Europe are all basically one big landmass, according to this. And North and South America kind of folded in on each other a bit. So Okay. There's now that. it's all one big landmass, right? Now it's all one big landmass, which wouldn't happen, but whatever. This is based on a young uh, young adult novel, so. the This... Uh... Well, we see the effects only once of what this thing can do. Well, sorry, twice, right? Because they get two shots off. The delivery system, when we see it, the first time is a bomb. Yes. And if it acts anything like the death ray um, at the end, it creates an implosion first and then an explosion. Right. Right. And the energy release or whatever causes it. So it's like a mini black hole and then boom. Yeah. That that's not going to draw landmasses. No, like the bomb. There, there's nothing. There's no bomb big enough to to do that. Any bomb big enough to do that would just destroy the whole thing. Yeah, like the entire planet would crack in half. And, or and that's the entire thing. They fire off the Medusa at the end of the movie, and it's it, it 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 is one of I think they said like twenty or thirty Medusas that they all sent up at the same time, right? In the well, old that's days, the thing. right? It, and the, that's yeah. But the old days, it was a bomb. This was a freaking laser beam. Yeah. But I'm like, really? This is this is what went off. This did this does not destroy the world I, I, as as you said it did. No, no, absolutely. So, not. I mean, you 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 just ruined it. You just ruined your entire thing by 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 showing this because this this does not do what you said it did. I, I th- yeah, I, even even I twenty to, or thirty of them do not do this to the entire well, I world. To, I have to think that the that the bombs the bomb version was bigger than the laser version. That they basically ended up patchworking and kit bashing together a a lesser version of this weapon. I thought they actually got the wall. weapon. I, do, I, I did not believe that. Once I saw it fire once, I'm like, nope, that's not it. Because oh, we maybe. saw it come down in a bomb-type fashion. It was a missile or something like that with this boom, right? What they shot off at the end was a friggin' laser cannon. I, I, that's where the Death Star metaphors uh, or copycatting yeah. came in, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a rocket or a missile that they fired from London, which, you know, would have been just as interesting, like if they had done that. But I, I mean, yeah, this thing is crazy. But it, you're right, though. If this is the power, okay, even if it was 10 times this, that's not doing it. No, it's not doing it. Yeah. I don't know why they had to invent this new thing when they could have just used the old things. Like, Nuclear bomb. If it's good enough for, for Superman in Superman 4 yeah, <laughs> to have the threat of nuclear war, why not? Why do you have to create the Medusa? <clears throat> yeah, so it's it, it's a weird amalgam of like steampunk and yet advanced tech. It's like pick a lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And so we get to the thing where 
<sighs> the girl, I forget her name, and I don't care. Um, well, there's Esther, and then there's Hester. Yeah, you noticed that too, eh? As Esther, the daughter, Hester, the mom. I thought they were talking about the same person for thought, the first, I don't know, I thought, three quarters? I thought Pandora was the mom. Who the hell's Pandora? I kept hearing Hester and Esther. Let's look this up. Yeah, let's IMDb this shit. Cause, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so... All right. Okay, so... Oh, she's Hester, okay? Right? Hang on. Mortal... Oh, trust me. I'd rather be watching Mortal Kombat. Uh, okay. Here <laughs> so it's Hester Shaw. Yeah. Oh, frig, her name was Pandora. Yeah. What the... The mother's name, that? mother's name was Pandora. I did not get that at all. They have a guy named Bevis, who I'm just calling Beavis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, so we have a few, a few action movie, kind of sci-fi movie tropes. There's the retracting bridge that retracts for no reason during her... When she, she stabs Valentine. Sorry, am I going too fast? Too what, okay. No, okay, but she goes up and she wants to stab Valentine, who's the president of London... Or the sub uh, no, he, sub president of London, deputy mayor. Yeah, I don't know. There, there, there's there's this place has a Quimby. It's not it's not Hugo Weaving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I your uh, <laughs> um, it doesn't. Uh, I, I don't know who made. I don't. Yeah, because there was another guy, but he was in charge, and then Valentine takes over, and I'm like, well, why? Who's that guy? What's his title? Who are you? Like this this movie comes with homework, and I'm not willing to do the homework. Oh yeah, there's like a Lord Commander Mayor guy. The, yeah, the the oldest British dude is, I guess, in charge. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the 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 girl wants to kill Valentine, um, stabs him, and then the boy comes in. Um, oh, Tom. Tom. Is it Tom? Tom. Oh, really? I I remember a hero that was named Tom, but anyway. Um. So they come in and. So the girl runs away, the boy chases, Valentine chases after both of them, and they end up in this big uh, dumping room, this circular pipe, this, yeah, uh, the the hole, the Death Star, where fucking Vader and, uh, where the Emperor and um, Yoda fought, essentially. And uh, it's where all the garbage is going from the city. But not really. It's just dirt. Yeah. You just see dirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and th- which is stupid. So they're out on this little platform, and it's it, the girl jumps off, and the then the boy's like, "Well, did you kill her mother?" And so Valentine pushes her in, pushes him in, um, and he fakes to his daughter like, "Oh, I got here too late," and they had already fallen off, and he goes off. You know, just playing the villain tropes. Sure. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, the big pipe seems to be nothing more than a dumping ground for rubble. Why are there viewing ledges? <laughs> That's a good question. Because there's another <laughs> one up top that another guy sees, right? As, uh, Beavis is up there. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what? Why? <laughs> is, is that in case you have like a candy bar wrapper or something? You can just go to the ledge and pitch it off? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just where people come in and dump their garbage. Like, and this is the thing, like you see metal coming off, like all this stuff and falling down, and then that they go down and they end up outside the city. mm -hmm. So I imagine that's a thing. 
but there's no metal around where they are when they when they come out. Yeah, when they land, there's none of the debris that no. they go out with. Yeah, no, it's, they're just in a, in a big set of tire tracks from a city. So I guess just when they fell out, nothing else fell out. Well, no one. It was just Hugo weaving, and he didn't have a candy wrapper. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> is there normally someone stationed there? You would think- I say, child. Charles, how is the dumping going? Oh, quite good, Philip. Quite good. Thank you. Are you here to relieve me of my of my duties? Why, yes, I am, sir. You are relieved. Morning, Ralph. <laughs> Morning, Sam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little punch card. Kick, kick. Yeah. <laughs> old tech. Old tech. Yeah. Oh, I got so sick and tired of hearing old tech and new tech. I just... Because it's the same. Anyway, we're getting well, ahead of ourselves. Yeah, uh, yeah. But then the girl um, the girl blames the boy for not letting her finish the job. For for not killing Valentine. I'm like, you're the one who stabbed him in the stomach and not in the heart. Or the throat or yeah, like yeah, I, in the heart and like to paraphrase Thanos, you should have aimed for the head. Absolutely. You know, like <laughs> duh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Absolutely. Did you think? Did you think the one guy in charge of everything that everybody in London loves, by the way, was just going to stand still and let you stab him seventeen times until he's dead? No. Well, apparently his royal guard was going to because they're nowhere to be found. <laughs> nowhere. This no is security. the worst. I. You know what? Say what you will about stormtroopers, but they stay on station. They're where they're <laughs> yeah. supposed to be. Unless they're dismissed by the emperor, they are where they're supposed to be at all times. You can't hit they're nothing. Not doing the best. Yeah, but but they're there. Yeah, they, they show are up. there. Sure, they show up. So these guys, uh, they oh, take they, what one fist fight, and it takes like eight guards to take one guy away. Yeah, so there's no one left to guard Thaddeus, and so <laughs> like if you're in the crowd, like even if you had like a, just a disagreement, like I can just go and punch that guy in the face right now. No one's gonna stop me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't like the cut of your jib. <laughs> and, of course, the villagers are so inept. It's like, oh, stop here. No. <laughs> uh, you just ate my city, so no. <laughs> Catch yeah. him yourself, you dick. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the thing, and no one's looking at this. They're like, oh, and then they're like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Let's clear a path. She's running away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make room for the killer. <laughs> she went that way. Yeah, she went that way. I'm helping. <laughs> I say, Philip, did you hear <laughs> that Thaddeus got stabbed? We should go investigate and leave our dumping post. <laughs> so I have a note here 40 minutes in and I still don't understand the world. Yeah, I I, I just... And first of all, uh, my one of my first impressions about these cities, by the way, one of my first notes is just how dangerous these cities are. And I don't mean this whole predator-prey bullshit. Right. I mean, like, when the city starts transforming, literally, it's like if Optimus was lying down and then you were just standing, you know, on top of him. Yeah. And he started transforming to the truck. You'd you'd fucking die. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) because all of these moving parts are just, like, just this way and that. Like, I don't know how there aren't more deaths, you know? Yep. No, I know. I, I fully understand. Um, it's like you're in, you're in school and then it transforms into a wheel. Like what the hell, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> or something. <laughs> so then, I, my next note. I don't. What do you have from there? Do you have anything before Shrike comes in? 
Um, I well, see, I, I, don't, I don't like. I just started writing general notes for the most part. Like, um, I, I like, I like how everyone is telling everyone else where they're from. Like when we first, we like we meet our our main character. She doesn't say anything. She's just happenstance on a city that's going to get eaten by London. And I guess that was her plan all along. Right. Essentially, sacrificing this entire city was her goal. Yeah. So London, so she can get to London. Um. Meanwhile, we meet Tom, Catherine, Beavis. Um. We meet uh, a, a red-haired Irish lady who is helping Thaddeus. Right. Um, Thaddeus, of course, himself, his crew, his boss. <laughs> kiss ass. Oh, yeah, the kiss ass spy guy, I, whose name I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, so that's seven characters, and we haven't had word one from our protagonist yet. Yeah. She's done a few little jumps around here and there. Yeah. And that's she, before before she stabs Thaddeus. And, and, she, and she has face scars for some reason. Yeah, well, yeah, which and we find out later, but which we find out later, but they make a big deal of showing it on camera, and I'm like, okay, so she's got scars. So what? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, uh, oh, but doesn't she look cool though with her black jacket and red kerchief or whatever it is uh, up, yeah. you know, above uh, her nose? Yeah, so she yeah, sure, looks sure. steampunky. Yeah, of course. Cool is playing a huge factor in this, and we're going to come back to that. Um, but we meet all of these characters, and it's you know. Oh, you're highborn. You're lowborn. You're from the lower. No one's going to talk to you. You're from the lower. Well, he knows where he's from. Yeah. <laughs> even even Thaddeus gets a talking to by Lord Quimby there, saying, you know, uh, you uh, I uh, plucked you out of obscurity, you know, or whatever. Like, and, you know, you <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you were lowborn. I'm highborn. I pl- I raised you. I mentored you. Blah blah blah. Like uh, these this whole levels thing. It's uh, so. Can we invoke Titanic then? Oh yeah. Very, doesn't it kind of yeah smell of that? Oh a yeah, bit? definitely, definitely. This whole high, yeah, the highborn are up top and the lowborn are down low, and the class system is developed. Leave it to the British. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and that's all before our protagonist does anything. Yeah. Yep. All before any kind of plot comes in here, and I yeah. and, and but at that point, I still don't know why the. The cities are mobile. I don't know what happened yeah. to the world. Um, you know, why is it a desolate wasteland? Why is everything like this? Why, why, why? Don't know. Just no. And Sixty thing, minutes. That's all it took. Well, and the thing is, you don't see them kind of on a like. Yes, I guess we open with them on kind of a regular run, quote unquote. But the thing is, they keep looking for old tech. Has so much time passed that all the old actual cities that didn't get mobilized have they all been completely picked through is this like a later latter years walking dead situation i think so yeah when they go into a town there's nothing left for them there's still something left like there has to be concrete and metal and wood and like we see them driving across these plains um but what about a stop at like a regular town maybe some of the townsfolk get out and they go digging through looking for old tech and some or something yeah or or they swallow up uh, like a, an actual old stationary city, like oh look it's Belfast, chomp 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 chomp, you yeah know? yeah, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Where, where's that? Yeah, because there's nothing of that, so no wonder it's a desolate wasteland. You keep running over everything, first of all, so nothing new can grow. <laughs> like you keep, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's not helping anybody. You're not stopping to like plant food. Yeah, like yeah, you're doing it on your mobile cities, but I mean, you know, there's you're wasting a lot of land. Like that's the one thing that's not being made any more of. Yeah. Is land, and yeah. you're just choosing to drive over it. 
<laughs> yeah, so, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. This like this premise makes no sense. Yeah, it's just a visual. Oh, so enter the T1000. Oh my God, this mm. Shrike character. I okay. So did you get what this thing is? It's a reborn human or something. It's Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster. It's that's the best I could do. It it is part human. Like maybe a small part. It's a human consciousness inside of a robot body. That's uh, uh, what I kind of got out of it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I got that. And obviously using Lazarus was kind of a big old punch in the nose there. Right. So so it is a dead human that has been resurrected through machinery. Okay. Where the hell did they get that kind of technology? Yeah, I have no idea. Like they're looking for a friggin' iPhone, but they've been able to pseudo-raise the dead? Yeah. And they're like, oh, the people who invented it are like, you know, mad crazy. But we're not going to talk about them for very much longer. Yeah. Any more than we have to. Yeah. And then she gets all pissed off because he's like, uh, oh, those people are animals and they're killers and blah, 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 blah. And she runs off crying, saying, no, you don't understand. He saved my life. And I'm like, okay. And then she finally gives us her backstory. And okay, so she lived with her mom, who was an archaeologist. And this. She had a. and we, a weekend lover. Yeah, coming Val- in Valentine couple... would visit every once in a while. That's right. Get his groove on. We knew that was going down. And um, and then one day they got. She found something that he didn't like, so he killed her. And her mother gave her this eye thing, and he took off and left her alone and then she was just about to die then the robot saved her and then the robot made her a promise made her promise that she would be killed and then reborn as a robot but then all of her pain would be taken away so all of her pain would be taken away but then the she heard that london was coming near so she took off breaking the promise and then i guess that robot got caught somewhere on the sea I uh, yeah I I don't know well he he goes off looking for her and basically he he he's the Terminator now so yeah. he's just like blazing a trail killing everyone in his wake anyone who gets in his way of trying to find her but she went after a mobile city how the hell are you going to find her yeah it's not like you can go you can go to London you have to wait till London comes to you because well <laughs> I guess Google Maps is at the window you know? <laughs> yeah probably yeah 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 where's London well it was over here but it went over there. Yeah. So I, yeah. So so then the, he he does get captured. I, I guess because he's old tech. He's not our old tech. He seemed to get he's, through the rest of the movie pretty good. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's he's old tech to them, like a relic because it was rare to have these Lazarus men. I guess whatever you want to call them. Sure. Yeah. So they're so rare that they wanted to capture him. The problem is that then they put they had to put him in a solid metal box because they didn't know what to do with him. And out on a ledge, it's like, okay, well, you know what? If that's if that's me, it's like, what are we gonna do with this guy? I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's just cut the box loose. Yeah, yeah. Get an acetylene torch. Cut that beam. Just leave him. Yeah. Why? But I guess the the sea city. Uh, well, it, it, not not C. No, no, because it was a walker, and the legs weren't that long, comparatively speaking. Okay. It wasn't like it went down like like three hundred feet. These legs weren't three hundred feet long. Like it was like we sh- we get a shot of the box or whatever going down, and it, it's like maybe fifty sixty feet. Right. It's like a lake. 
Right. Okay. So, so I think that has to do with like some of the ocean kind of washing, like basically forming these lake once the all the continents shifted. I'm guessing maybe something like that. Maybe. Um, but they set him free, and now he's on the he's on the lookout for uh, Hester. Hester. Now, she eventually gives him the story, gives the boy the story while he's on a ship. So she, uh, this is the thing. Throughout this entire movie, it's one of those movies where the main character gets into trouble and is constantly saved by some random deus ex machina every single time. It's like, oh no, they're about to be sold off into slavery. Here comes the Asian chick. Oh no, they're about to do this. Here comes this person to save them. Oh no, here comes this. Here comes this unbelievable situation that lets them go free. And it's constant in this movie. And I'm just like, no, okay, I know where this is going. They they just luck their way through everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just luck their way through the movie. That's it. Um, like the like the one near the beginning after they've been shot out of London or pooped out of London, yeah. I guess. They they're yeah. running away from some scavenger cities, which that's every city in this world. Might I add? Yeah, You've set that up. Oh no, they're scavengers. Well, everyone's a fucking scavenger. Look what London just did. Yep. What do you call that? Uh, so he's about to get run over, but a luckily a hole o- opens and he falls in. Yep. And it's a another uh, uh, crawler, like a, a spe- like to uh, I guess meant to look like a centipede. Or I guess, like that. yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, okay, that's not crazy practical. You have wheels and legs. Why? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so you're right. Like, like, oh, and they just fall down, and they meet a quirky British couple, and who are taking slaves, and then they're. We get to a whole slave city, and we have one fight scene there, and then we leave. Yeah, and I was like, well, well wait a second, what? What about the rest of the slaves? What, uh, no, no, never mind. We got somewhere else to go. Yeah, we gotta get, uh, we gotta get our main characters out of here. Yeah, yeah, and because we just got them in here, so it's like get them in somewhere, get them out. Like she just gets to London, gets pooped out. She just gets on the the centipede thing, sold into slavery. Just about to be sold into slavery, she's got to go. Yep. She gets to Cloud City. Cloud City gets blown up. She's just, you know, what I mean, like yeah. she's being just pushed along this adventure. Yeah. At, you know, at, but this is my entire at, at a rapid rate. And it's at this point where you have these flying ships, and, the, and we get to the we, we get to Cloud City, and I'm just like, why are we looking for old tech? You have stuff that we don't have. Yeah, your tech is actually really cool. You have you cities put, in the sky, and on and and on, on wheels or big giant tracks. Yeah, like you built like you know how much humanity would have to rally to create this kind of stuff. Yeah, like we'd have to get along for a little while. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, all right. Look at your look at your your airships. These things are modern marvels. Scientists are trying to make this kind of stuff, and and you know. Like it's like a zeppelin with jets or something. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, yeah. Well, like, and the whole thing uh, is like, uh, is like before they get to the uh, before they get to the cloud city, uh, the boy and the girl have this conversation where she reveals her backstory and her uh, thing with with Shrike and everything else and their mom and whatever. And I'm like, it's good. A- after saying, might I add? Sorry, I got to bring this up. After saying, uh, no, we're not doing this. I'm not telling you my sad backstory. Yeah, of course you are. Four, se- four scenes later. Yeah, we all knew she was going to. Yeah. yeah, four scenes later, she's telling the sad backstory. Yeah. I mean, she even calls it out. Like this movie gets a little meta. There, I told you my sad backstory. 
like he won okay, so, like he won the argument even though she volunteered it. No, yeah, not only that, but like is this movie trying to get meta? It's like, okay, so then scary movie this shit and start having some fun. Yeah. Everybody's so 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 dark and broody. Yeah. But I was like, when they're standing outside, I'm like, oh, it's good to have this normal conversation at normal volume while standing on the ledge outside of a flying ship. It's also really, oh, yeah. it's also really good that the conversation isn't being drowned out by massive winds. That and and everyone can just breathe out there. You can yeah. just hang around and yeah, you can hear yeah. people. You can talk at a normal voice, and nothing happens. And you can you can you're above the cloud line, and you can breathe. No problem. Yeah, you're not hearing <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not being blown off of this. Like she built a deck on the back of her airship. Why? <laughs> what practical <laughs> use does that have? Does she just have just have coffee out there, like her morning tea? Yeah. Uh, breakfast? Is that her breakfast nook? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My good lord! Like uh, you, yeah. Like because they don't even you know embark and debark from there. No, it's not like they. It's not like when they pull up, they're using that to like get on and off of platforms or whatever, right? Like they have a separate door for that. She's got van doors on the side of her. Yeah, her. her but I mean, but we have to. We absolutely have to forgive it all because she looks so damn cool. Don't With you love shades. these post-apocalyptic? Oh yeah, don't you love in this post-apocalyptic movie when like basically like uh, you have a character that walked off the set of the Matrix. Oh. Everyone else is dirty and gross and drinking sewage tea and like permit dirt on their face. It's like, oh, I just came from a tea party, but I still have smudge because we're in a dirty world. And meanwhile, she just walks through and the, you know, the crowds part and the sun beams down. And yeah, she's got her cool shades that cling, you know, just and her hair is just perfect. And yeah, and she can do everything. When I was watching this movie, my girlfriend walked into the room. She's like, uh, so what's happening? I'm like, Morpheus just showed up. <laughs> she's like what i'm Absolutely. like never mind don't worry about it she went back to and reading she her kind book. of is she, she totally yeah. is she's got the she, she's, yeah. she's got the sunglasses she's got, um she's got the swagger like everything she does is on purpose so she knows exactly what to do um she's got she the long fight. coat yeah she can fight stop she's got it. a ship stop right? it the, yeah she's got a flying ship stop it she, it's more might as well just been the, the nebuchadnezzar yeah <laughs> stop it yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So, okay, so we've taken from Titanic, we've taken from oh. Matrix, <laughs> we've taken from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, again, a, a couple of times. Again, don't get ahead of me. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, sorry. I, I'm sorry, it just pissed me off so much. No, oh, I, I know, I know. Um, oh, and uh, by the way, I think there are only two or three professions in this world. You're either an archaeologist, because fucking every second person was. Mm-hmm. My mom was an archaeologist. She runs into Tom, who's an archaeologist, who works at a museum of archaeologists. Her dad is an archaeologist. Yeah. Uh, you know, so archaeologist, minor, because there's a whole city of them. Uh, evil scientist and pilot. Yep, that's your career choices, pretty much. Yeah, or just grimy faced pedestrian. And Tom is two of them. Oh yes, he doesn't. Yeah, why pigeonhole him into one profession? <laughs> yeah. He's an archaeologist and and a uh, pilot. Yeah, because, future Indiana Jones. Because I guess it, it's they make a big deal that he can fly the ship, and I'm like, why? It would make it would make sense that people knew how to fly fly ships and 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 drive these things in this world. Well, and if if you've done the training, like what that would be like me going to friggin' pilot school, join the the Royal Canadian Air Force, and then go back to my call center job. Yeah. Like I know how to fly a plane, but I I I just I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, what what you spend all that time learning how to fly for? Yeah. I mean, London only has the one airship anyway, so I guess that's what happened there. They don't have an air force. No. They never mobilize an air force. No. There's, over, there's only ever one airship, and it's Hugo Weaving's yacht, I guess. Pretty much. And he's got his, his own pilot, yeah. Yeah. It's his, Why couldn't Tom have been that, by the way? It's his Nubian. His, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nubian, eh, Nubian. <laughs> Um, so they had to, they reveal that Valentine is the bad guy. They have this big reveal scene, and I'm just sitting there going, fucking duh! We saw him push the boy over the ledge. Oh, I never had, I never saw like a reveal. It, maybe it was, if there was a, supposed to be a big reveal, he's evil. It was lost on me because, yeah, I'm like, well, he just. Fucking we, duh, yeah. Our, our protagonist, her some of the first words out of her mouth were, this is for my mom. So we know. He killed her mom. Yeah. And then he, he kills the one witness. I think this was the point where the daughter knows it. The daughter figures oh, the it da- out. Oh, oh, yes. Talk about a useless character. Oh, my God. I mean, yes. don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, like this movie was way too full. This, I'm way sorry. Way too this, full. You're right. I think it, it feels like they brought in characters from books like two, three, and four and just kind of jammed them all in because they didn't know if they're going to get a sequel. Yeah. Like this, this, uh, the, the, the daughter. Like, she's here, and then she's gone for most of the movie, and then back at the end. She seems to have a thing for Tom, but Tom, uh, oof, I'm not all about those gorgeous blondes. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. And and then she's like, she's got to learn some sort of, she has some sort of weird character. She's got to learn to love, maybe. Like, I think there was a subplot with her and Beavis falling in love. But he's just a lowly junk guy. To be honest, I don't highborn. know. Like, why are these characters even here? Don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's well, like, tr- dude. Do you, you want to talk pointless? Let's go to the T one thousand. Let's go to Shrike. Where, oh my god! Where he yeah. he gets onto the whole um, he gets onto the cloud city and destroys it. So yeah, so Shrike's about to kill the boy, and the girl tells him to stop, and he's like, "Oh, you love him," uh, and he's literally killed by the power of love. Is that what it was? There was no other reason. He's like, "You love him. Uh, that kills me," uh, which is so dumb. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. It uh, uh, well because he's a robot. First of all, and um, yeah, that it didn't seem like any. It, it's not like they show like, oh, one of the bullets did actually pierce something, and now he's no. you know like he's got a broken circuit or whatever. His power source is compromised. That's usually the way it goes. If you want your slow robot death, you compromise the power source, and then slowly. Stops giving him a charge and yeah. he goes out. That's how you do the slow robot death. Quick robot death, you blow up the power source and he goes up in a you know yeah in a blaze of glory. But yeah. in this one, he finds out that she loves him and he dies from that. He just that's it. That's why. That's I, how I, he died. My my brain could not compute that. It was like okay, something must have happened. Like there was a little sparkly thing on his chest, but I'm like, really? Like this guy's the Terminator and he, that's it? Like. Yeah. No liquid metal thumbs up, uh, you know, no no being... I thought that they were actually going to throw him, uh, like, somehow managed to throw him off of the uh, airship. So I figured that fall from, like, 30,000 feet or whatever was going to kill him. Nope, he just keels over dead because she falls in love with someone else. But she... He... It was Robo-Dad! I know! That's the problem. It's, it's, and, it's ridiculous. First of all, my robo dad, that's the whole movie right there. You yep. have a whole movie right there. Just my robo dad. And this is my entire thing. So Shrike 
the whole strike thing was that she she can get back the eye necklace thing, right? Because he gives it to her right before he dies. Yeah. Which, if Shrike never existed, she would have the eye thing anyway, making that entire plot thread entirely pointless. Oh, but but don't you see, Derek, though? She was raised by a robot, so she has a cold, mechanical heart. And only the love of a good man like Tom could melt that cold heart. Bullshit. I know. It's absolutely bullshit. Bullshit. Like, it, and, the, like, and the whole thing about her being turned into a cyborg, it's like, well, wait a second. You got a perfectly healthy body. Why would you, and if you want, like, just kill yourself. I'm, no, I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying, yeah. like, why would you want to then come back in some sort of horrific half-person, half-robot? That Actually, the way he was living sounded actually horrifying. Well, but, but if you think about it, if you're, okay, look, if you have the opportunity to have your consciousness put into a robot body and you have a motive for revenge, wouldn't a robot body work a lot better? Oh, that's totally in my notes. I was like, that, you, now you're a killing machine. Like, they could make She-Strike, Shrike yeah. or whatever, and, yeah, and she could just go and get her revenge, and Valentine wouldn't be able to stop her. Yeah. He'd have to hit her with that, that not-death-star weapon, basically. Yeah, that pretty much. That seemed like the only thing that could kill him. Oh, no, or the power of love. Or, or love, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I guess is, yeah. But she finally figures out that the eye thing has the key that'll stop the Medusa, and I'm like, fucking duh! Yeah, well, that's the thing is that she she didn't have it, right? He found it and kept it for her. Okay, kept it away from her. Okay, but that's so this. Yeah, but let's say Shrike doesn't matter. Like, well, like she was. Oh no, he no, but she was. He doesn't. No, no, but she was eight when she got it, right? Yeah. Okay, so she knows that she got it. Like, okay, that's like, true. That's true. She does remember. Yeah, she remembers the, getting it from her mom. There's something in the box that's really important. Your mother gives you this and says, "Keep this safe." I wonder yeah. what. I wonder if it's related to the thing in the box <laughs> that so she you died for. So you figure out that later on, what the thing in the box was for this fucking weapon. Did you not think? And somebody said earlier, or the only way to stop it is with the key. Did you not think that? Hey, maybe I have the key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe the the key came with the box. Like fucking duh. Like. Oh, and she's his father. Or she's her father. He's her father. He's her father. Sorry. Yeah, she's her father. Yeah, he's her yes. father. Oh, yeah. Well, they never bring up who her biological dad is until the big quote-unquote reveal. So now, Catherine is completely useless. Yeah. This whole plot story about her being betrayed by her dad, well, he's already, he's too busy betraying another daughter right now to deal with you, yeah. sweetie. You know what I mean? I've got to deal with Hester. I'll be back to betray you later. Yes. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and you could tell, like, they they really held off from saying, I am your father. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could, there was a palpable, the, there was a palpable pause there between what he, what he actually, I forget what he says. He says, yes, now you see. Or now you remember or something yeah. like that, yeah. And then they cut to the back, they cut to the flashback and they realize that, that they show that, oh yes, no, she, that he is her father. And then she she has the face of realization and, you know, no, that's impossible, you know, or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're like, eh, we kind of took enough from this. Uh, <laughs> should we? And I'm just like, oh lot? my God, are you serious? Like, of course, of course he is. Like, he would visit sometimes. 
you know, he was always yeah. there. <laughs> like fucking duh. And and we never see um uh Catherine's mother. No. We don't know who that is. Doesn't so. matter. Well, no, because that's the thing. Like, what a waste of a character. Like, you have this weird kind of upper. You have two, um, like upper level, lower level love stories going on at the same time, and of course, one of them goes by the wayside. Yeah. So why'd you even have it? Like, I don't. Like, you could you could have had Catherine and Bevis for the sequel. I don't want a sequel. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm just saying, if you're sitting down, if you're sitting down to write this, you know. <laughs> Like maybe in book form, this all makes sense, and they can flesh out all these little subplots and whatever. Maybe. But it, but when you go to convert it to the screenplay, not everyone has to be in. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like, much. It's no, just, I understand. It, it is getting too crowded in here. You don't have enough time to flesh out everybody. Like the whole Terminator story. He's introduced like partway through my Robo Dad, and then he's done, and then he's gone by the power of love, and then that's it, and then and we never revisit that again. Yeah, and we and we never needed to like. Yep. No, he's and, and it just becomes a tragic backstory contest too because, for some reason, when we get our characters, we get our characters to the walled city. First of all, get, you, you build a wall to protect your city. Yeah, let's live on said wall. Maybe not behind it, or a little bit away from it. Let's live on the wall yeah. that people have been trying to, to to topple over for a while now. But it's like. I don't even understand why they because they have resources behind the wall, right? Is that is that why they're they're going? Yeah, there? it's kind of it's like um because of that in the mountains, it seems to create the which I'm going to guess are like the Himalayas or something. I'm going to guess this is in Asia. Okay, in a mountainous region. Yeah, we don't really know where this takes place. Yeah, they're kind of like well, this is Europe, quote unquote, or whatever. But yeah, the map gets redrawn anyway. So yeah, I'm going to guess they kind of head down. Well, they head east, so I guess that's not right. Is that the states now? East? Yeah, at one point they're like, well, we must turn east. So I don't know where the hell they were, but then they head east for... East would take them from Europe to Asia. From Europe to Asia? Yeah. Okay. Because we're in the west. Yeah. So. Okay, so then, yeah, so that makes sense then. So so somewhere around, like, I don't know. It could be anywhere. It could be the French Alps. It could be the Swiss Alps. It could be anywhere. The Himalayans or what? Yeah, it could be anyway. But they, anyway, so they got, they use the natural mountain range and then build a wall and then they live behind the wall and then they, well, I guess everything beyond that is theirs. So it's a, a natural border that they've created, like basically Trump's America. They, they've they we built the wall. <laughs> yeah. So the they, wall. to keep all it's those the best wall. yeah, and they're what the anti track anti tractionists. Was the term anti-tractionist yeah, was a term for people who are against mobile cities? Like, why does that have to be a term? Well, I just don't want to understand why it has to be a term. I, I don't care. I, but they don't explain it. They're just like, oh, the separatists. Oh, the colonists. Oh, the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, oh those those the humans. Those cities that are standing still. Well, yes, that's what cities are. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, oh my we God. That's the slowest deactivation sequence ever. Except for the last one. Except for the last one. You notice that? I did. Because it's like, click, wait, wait, yeah. wait, beep, click, wait. Anyway, get all the way down to the last the one. last two. And three, two, one, click, beep, click, beep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? 
What? Yeah, this is absolutely the worst and slowest deactivation sequence I've ever seen. Like, does she not know what numbers look like? Shouldn't the key actually... And how did she know to wait for those lights to come up? Wouldn't you just start punching in the whole sequence? No, 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 no. No, no. When she pushes the button, the light comes on. No, the light eventually comes eventually on. Eventually comes on. Well... How did she know How did she know that those five lights corresponded with the five numbers that she... Like, that's a leap. There's nothing... No, no. There's nothing on the panel that says, wait for this light before putting in the no, next no, no, number. No, 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 no. I, I think you misunderstood, or at least I saw it differently, because the number came up on the screen, the deactivation yeah, the code, right? Yeah. So she has to input the numbers, and each time they, she put in a number, the green light would turn on. So she pressed two, the green light would turn on. She pressed five, the green light would turn on. Then you get down to the third last one, and she keeps pushing the button, and I guess it's stuck. Because it's not because okay. the green light's not turning on, right? So she keeps pushing it, and pushing it, and pushing it, and pushing it, until finally it turns on, and then she goes zero one zero, and then it stops the code. Right, right. I, that's exactly what I saw. Except for at the beginning, she pushes the the number and waits like she knows she has to wait for the light to come on. That's but there's okay, nothing. Yeah. There, that's my point. Is there's nothing to indicate that you have to wait. No, it just she just click. Well, let's see if something happens. Do, do, yeah. do, do, do. Click. Oh, I guess I'm waiting for each light then. When, like, it just seems to me, here's the deactivation code. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. That's how you normally would do that, right? You punch in all, you got to punch in all the numbers, so you punch in all the numbers. Yeah. No, I know. I, I, it's not click, like, wait, click, wait. Like, she was like, push a button, look around, see what's happening. No, no one's coming to stop me. No one's coming out for me. Okay, I'll push another one. Anyone going to stop yeah. me? I'm pushing buttons over here. If anyone wants to stop me, boop. All right. Uh, okay. Oh, no. Boop, 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 boop. It's not working. Like, fuck off. Yeah. It, um, but can we back up a little bit, though? Sure. Um, we have uh, uh, not Morpheus. Of course, as soon as they get, like, 10 seconds of downtime, like, so they're flying out to battle or whatever. Yeah. She's like, hey, can I fit in my sad story here too? Great. Okay. So anyway, so here's oh my god. So here's yeah. me and I was a slave, and I promised never to be a slave again. And da 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 da. da and hey, Asian market, come uh, come get come get me. Yeah. Really, I think. Do you think that was? I don't know. Like no. apparently, she has the look from the. She has a look from like the visual material from this series, so she looks like one of the characters. Okay. So they wanted her in. Yeah, but it was like. Did, did that not seem like a kind of a reach out to the other market? Like when the Transformers go to China? Yeah, pretty much. It seemed like filler to me. It was that, unnecessary. Well, I, I can't say filler. This movie's already damn full. Oh, I know. But, and, and it's not, this is not a hit against the Asian market. My, uh, I'm actually kind of in the opposite. It's like, it seems almost an insult to shoehorn this character yeah. and give her like a, give her a 10 second backstory. But really, she's not that important. She's a bit of a deus ex machina. It kind of underserves her character, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, again, another waste. Yeah. Like, I would think that in these, and I don't read YA novels, but I would think in the YA novels, the protagonists are highly motivated and independent, right? Like, yes, you might find someone to help you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's Hester and Tom, but shouldn't Hester and Tom be getting it done? Yeah. Again, you know they I mean? just keep lucking through this movie. And then yeah, and 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 getting everyone else to help. Like, oh look, they happen to run into a rag uh, ragtag bunch of pilots, each with their own unique ship, because we got to make it look cool. Yeah, and and they that's have all you need. And they have to get from uh, Helm's Deep to to the to the London in a matter so of seconds. London, 
To the Death London. Yeah, to the Death London. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So then this, ra- and then they have, a, <laughs> I guess, a steampunk version of a laser fight. They have tracers on their bullets, which uh, takes extra time. Yeah. To make them look like lasers. <laughs> so that's a waste of resources, I might add. Like yeah. phosphor- phosphorus on your bullets to make them glow. Oh, no, it looks like a laser uh, fight. Imagine that. Yeah. Everyone can pew, pew, pew in the dark, and you they put a spotlight on top of each. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, like one of the pilots destroys what. All wings report in. Red 5 standing by. Yeah. Red, you know. <laughs> like, 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 one of the pilots destroys one of the little pods, and he brags about it. It's like, yeah, I got, I got one. And I'm like, there's 17 more. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, no. and and again, this is where Todd had a really uh, Tom, sorry, not Todd. Uh, Tom had a really bad career counselor because at no point, this is my point here, do they ever like? There's no opposing air force. London ha- doesn't have an air force. No. Why do you want to be a pilot? Your city moves everywhere. Where are you flying to? Oh, I want to go and see the world. Okay, look out your window. Yeah, your city's always on the damn move. Yeah, like it, uh, you want to see the world? Just hang around. Yeah. <laughs> Take your head out of your ass. Pull up a chair to the window. (laughs) Yeah, sit on the balcony, which everyone can apparently do at 50 kilometers an hour or whatever. (laughs) There's the wind. I don't get it. They can fly without windows. So in the air, and it's just a light breeze. Yeah. You know, their cities are completely mobile. You know what? If my house was moving right now, I wouldn't open the window. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Absolutely not. It's cold enough when you do that in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, especially this time of year, you know? Exactly. Um, the worst <laughs> thing, too, is is right at the end, the the girl and the boy are having a conversation. And the girl says, so what happens now? And the boy says, well, we just go where the wind takes us. And she says, I'm going with you. Like, that, that. And I'm going with you, that's, yeah. That's not a response to what he said. Like, that's, he just said, we will go. Where the wind takes us. And she says, I'm going with you. You were already in that conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If he had said, I'm going to go where the wind takes me because apparently I'm inheriting this, uh, this cool chicks. I didn't get her shades. I wish I had. Can we go back and get the shades? (laughs) Because I really want the shade. Yeah. No, you're right. If I said, I'm going to go where the wind takes me and then I'm coming with you. That makes more sense. sense. But, but we get, duh. Yeah. Let yeah. let us go where the wind takes us. I'm going with you. <sighs> it, yes, it was implied in the ussing. This this <laughs> officially ends the meeting of the pronoun club. Um. Um. It, it, I, this also okay. Not only does this this uh, system a not work like its original design. B have the worst disarming sequence ever. Because you will never be able to disarm it in time, or, or it doesn't seem that way. But see, the computer starts telling the users what to do. At one point, the computer's like, arm, firing, sequence. And they're like, arming, firing, sequence. Like, well, what? why are you taking orders from the computer? You're supposed to be telling the computer <laughs> to, to go. You tell you put in the firing sequence on your own when you are ready, not when the computer's ready. It's a foolproof it, system, it, Mark. It's a well, yeah, but then there's other times when it's like oh, powering up, and then they click, 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 powering up. Okay, you told the computer to power up. It confirmed. Yeah. Then it's like, uh, arm firing sequence. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, I didn't say it was time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, sister, relax. Settle down, lady. I'm in charge here. 
That's right. Um, and now I've, uh, I've never been about to board a futuristic airship going from not Helm's Deep to the not Death Star. However, okay, if I were, if I were, and the time and the clock doth tick, yes, I absolutely would take a good five to ten and ogle a jacket. They ogle that a jacket. That pissed me off. Did you not see that Tom's about to get him? They're like Tom, we gotta go. This, you know, this the you know the, the city's been bombed a couple of times, and they're about to fire again. Okay, Tom, we gotta go. We gotta go. Everyone's getting on the cool red Morpheus ship, and Tom stops and he goes back and he's like lightly petting this bomber jacket, like, oh, I can be a pilot now. Uh, like, like, dude, move your ass. Yeah. Why do you need a costume change for? Yeah. Uh yeah, I it just it, it's the just like the whole the whole thing like uh I I don't know what these quantum bombs do exactly, but I know that they must have affected the atmosphere because everyone can just do everything up in the air. We've kind of already talked yeah. about that like robo like when Robo Dad dies, they're plummeting to their death. Yeah. This thing which apparently is not supposed to have any smoke, fire, uh, sparks, you know, no electronics. <laughs> yeah is on fire and plummeting to the earth. Yeah, and there are no rush. But they can have... There are no rush. They can have a death scene. They can chit-chat. They can, uh, I will remember you, but kind of only maybe not because I'm a robot, but I'm going to die, but maybe not because I'm a robot. And how dare you love someone else? But anyway, do you remember that time? Remember that time like we were doing, we were playing and it was kind of cool? Like, oh, I got all the time in the world. I'm just plummeting to death. Yeah. But, you know, like, what the hell? I release you I, from your promise. Well, you're dead, so it doesn't really matter if you release her or so, not. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm releasing my own ass. Fuck you. You're going. Oh, friggin'. And okay, so yeah, so uh, Hester's dad. When they're they're having their like really bad fight scene at the end, on top of one airship. Yeah. Is going. They're they're fighting. He and you know she's he's about to basically murder his own daughter. Um. And then she pulls out the jackknife she took from Tom and cuts his face. So, haha, symmetry. Yeah. And then he's like, is this what you want? Do you want to die? First of all, he's like, uh, he's on the back step kind of clutching and like, you know, panting. And basically, like, she was a couple of stabs away from fi- finishing the job. She drops the knife, a la Luke Skywalker. I won't kill my dad. Right. <laughs> Okay, so no, I want to live. Then takes a harrowing jump from one airship to the other, barely catches on. Yeah. Like, wait, what? If you want to live, stay where you are, girl. Yeah. <laughs> what? Tom, Tom just got behind the wheel of this thing. His bomber jacket might get in the way. Um, <laughs> so it, it's 2018 when this is coming out. Yes. Was it written in 1948? Because the girl drops her knife, says, "I'm you know basically I'm throwing down my my sword. I'm not going to kill you, but my boyfriend's gonna shoot the fuck out of you." Like, like I'm, he, what was that? But he doesn't even do that because they they basically they blow up the weapon. He lands outside of London, and London rolls rolls over him. Oh, of course, right? poetic justice, blah blah blah. But 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 no, but but she's in the ship, like miles and miles above looking yeah. over the side and like she can see him 
and hear him go, ah! Yeah, and like like the way the movie goes, it's like, oh yeah, I can see him getting squashed. Um, and then once he gets squashed, and they and they take off, and it's happily ever after. I was like, oh. I, I- no, but for for me, the whole sequence was crazy because again, this is about a young woman shouldn't and and her revenge. Shouldn't she be the one getting her revenge? Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yes, absolutely. However, if you want to pivot the other way and say, okay, well, no, we want to teach a good lesson. Like she's, you know, realize that he's finished. The jig is up. There's no need to kill him now because he's ruined. Yeah. And pivot the other way, and she does the noble thing. I'm not going to kill my own dad. I'm not going to you know commit an, a a murder. Right. I'm not going to murder someone. Sure. Okay. That you know, that's a good lesson too, right? For our young readers, you don't then turn around and have her boyfriend do it for her because that's what he was going to do. He was moving in for the kill shot. It's almost like she gets on the ship. And he's like, "I'm not going to kill you because my boyfriend has a catchphrase." Yeah, a kill phrase. A eh? your history. Bam, 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 bam. Like, well, don't you, you can't have it both ways. I'm but it sorry. doesn't even you matter because that doesn't even kill him. And then, no, no, and, no, but the intention, no, though, I know, the intention but, is what I'm saying. Like, but this bothers me, because in every movie, like, the, no, the good guys can't do, can't kill the bad guy in the end. Bullshit! Yes, they can. If the bad yeah, guy is bad enough, you can kill him, because then you're taking him out. That's the difference between real life and movies. I know, and that's, that's what right? pisses me off. It's like the good like, guys we, it, always win, but it's because the bad guys trip and get, uh, and fall into something, or... Uh, the, the one bad guy turns on the other bad guy and kills the real bad guy, or uh, the the bad guy falls into his machine and gets blown up or whatever. Oh, yeah, or the monster he created eats him. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, ne- yeah. it's he, never he, the fault of the good guy. I would like, no, just no, he, please let the, the good guy actually get the kill shot. Yeah, the bad guy gets hoisted by their own petard, right? That's the saying, hoisted by their own petard? Yeah. Yeah, like Indiana so, Jones, yeah. like he doesn't open his eyes, and it's the box that kills the the Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, but yet, bygone. So bygone are the days, though, when it's the, you know, the the good guy has has the cool kill line, takes the final shot, walks away with the, and the woman comes in, and yeah, and they kiss. When then the while there's an explosion happening, and the the evil bad guy, you know, gang is done, and the day is saved. Where's that guy? Yeah, or 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 girl. I'm not saying it. Just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I was I was fully set up for her to have the catch, the kill, catch, kick him off the side of the airship, or or maybe she kicks him underneath the tracks or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, but none of this. Like, but the way it played out in my what I saw is I'm not going to kill you. My boyfriend's gonna. Yeah. Because there's no way he could have calculated that shot. Well, if I shoot him here, he's gonna fall down there, roll there, right under the city. Yeah. He wanted to shoot to kill. There's no, otherwise, don't shoot. Right. So yeah. It was kind of it's like I'm not going to kill you. My boyfriend will. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Uh, that that bothered me because I was like, wait, this is your main character. This is the whole point of her story is to get revenge for her mother, and she has someone else do it. Yeah. But I guess in the book, uh, I was reading that the uh, Tom and uh, and Hester die. Uh, oh. Yeah. In 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 the ending of the book. So, but in in the huh. movie, of course, they live. Like, a, is it like a self sacrifice type thing? <laughs> I don't know. I imagine so, probably. Or do they finally like I don't know, fly too high and stop breathing? Or... <laughs> While they're on their breakfast nook? <laughs> yeah, they're on their breakfast nook and actually uh physics actually takes over and the wind just blows them off. <laughs> oh no, we flew too far. We flew into physics. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I love you. <laughs> 
That was a really cool kill line, though, right? <laughs> that time when I killed your dad. Anything else? <laughs> I'm spent. Okay. I, I, I. They, they, this is starting to become a thing. I think where these, like, they want to convert these YA novels into. It's 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 a thing, right? Yeah. Convert the YA novel into a movie and get a series out of it. Your Mockingjays, your Harry Potters, whatever. Um, and it's really easy to see what the good ones are, the ones that are done right, because they don't introduce, like, um, as much as there's shaky cam in Hunger Games, you do get new elements being introduced movie after movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, I think they just jammed everything into one. And it's whenever they have that fear that they're not going to get the sequel, but they want to include everything anyway, like they get, they can't roll back and, uh, and, and, and try and cram everything into one movie. Like Peter Jackson wrote this. He, he successfully, I say, converted Lord of the Rings. Sure. Yes. There's a, but he had did they did some massive edits. There's whole characters left out and this and that. Right. Sure. I don't understand why they couldn't have made those same kind of edits and made this a more concise movie. I don't get it. You just did the great, the greatest one of all time. The Lord of the Rings trilogy in book form on purpose was made long. Mm -hmm. You know, I think next, I thought next he was just going to do the Bible, like the entire Bible, you know, like just (laughs) part one uh, Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. It just, and knock it down, knock it out in a trilogy, you know, man, Proverbs is going to be a really boring movie. Well, you cut that out. That's what I'm saying. You know, you get get, right, right. And so and so begat so and so. We don't need that. Maybe we can get James Earl Jones in to read that if you want it. But I'm just saying. Or you just get on an airship and start rifling that off. I don't. You know, I'm just saying. Like he did it with Lord of the Rings, which was no easy feat. And and there's there's all kinds of documentaries about that and how like his process and how it took him like over a year, I think. Yeah. Just in that part, right? Just trying to figure out okay what to keep, what to. This was what is this a trilogy of books too? I have no idea. I don't know. I've never looked it up. Even if it's not, if it's one single novel, first of all, the last time you did that, you turned The Hobbit into three movies mm-hmm. by adding stuff in. What happened here? Why is it you got like Lord of the Rings type piling on into one movie? You made a trilogy in one movie, essentially. Yep. Like like my Robo Dad could have been a movie. Yep. <laughs> pretty much. Um. Uh. You. you uh, Catherine and Beavis could have been a movie. Mm, uh, don't know about that. Wouldn't have been a good movie. One, oh, one, you, yeah. No, but I mean, like her whole thing about her, her, like the 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 conspiracy theory type stuff. Like you could have gone a different direction with some of the other side characters or whatever, right? I don't know. Right. Or just Tom, Tom, Catherine, and Beavis. Right. Those three know each other, so maybe they have an adventure. Um. You know while Hester's off with Robo Dad. I don't know. Like there there just there seems to be a lot of idea here, but it just gets just stuffed all in front of our cup runneth over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why this movie needs to be about a half hour shorter. Or two movies longer. No, no, this needs to be shorter. <laughs> I'm not saying I go to all three. No, this one needs to be shorter. I don't need any more of this. This is a this is so bad. So uh, bad. No, you're right. Yeah, there's there's a bunch they gotta cut out and just all right, let's like first of all, your premise is just wacko to begin with. So all right, let's roll with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only interesting tidbit I could find is that the title "Mortal Engines" comes from a William Shakespeare play, Othello, uh, mm. in Act Three, Scene Three. Uh, it, it's written, uh, "Oh, you mortal engines, whose rude throats the immortal Jove's dead clamors counterfeit." Farewell. 
I have no idea what that means, but whatever. Oh, no, but, oh come on. I got it on my bumper sticker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so as always on the show, we try to find the real story behind the story, Mark. Uh, or is it the best steampunk porn I've ever seen? Not that I've seen a lot. Right. But that's kind of what this is. Um, or is it how to start and end a bunch of movies at the same time? Start and end. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. The whole Robo Dad thing just yeah. really threw me because yeah. that seemed completely unnecessary. And it's like a mini movie inside this movie. Yeah, that's true. It takes. It's like I don't have time for a prequel, so here's this movie I'm going to tell you, and some of it you're going to see, and some of it you're going to where I'm going to remember. You know, like yeah, um, I have it as or is it the latest film from visionary Peter Jackson who always gives us something new. Except for the nods and ripoffs from Terminator, Avengers: Ages of Ultron, The Matrix, Mad Max: Fury Road, Titanic, Lord of the Rings, Sky Captain: The World of Tomorrow, The Hunger Games, Troy, Star Wars, the environmental message from Avatar, every Disney Disney princess movie, and the background matte paintings from Mortal Kombat: Annihilation. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll give you that. If this was Outworld, better movie. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's well what it has... looked like to me. I was like, this is fucking. This is Outworld. And uh, you know what? It would have made sense. You know, uh, and then all we need is Lord Raiden and the gang to show up. Better movie. Yep, absolutely. Then I'll be- then I'll believe a city will be on on wheels for some reason. <laughs> yep. So that's we have we have to go to Outworld and catch Landon <laughs> before it get, it goes too far. Away. Go far into turning it. You turn it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna about do it for Mortal Engines. I'm Derek. I mean Mark. Join us next time and we'll take a look at the all African American remake of John Carpenter's classic horror movie with. The Thang. <laughs>